I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. Hey, what does true love do? Waits. It does. It waits. Oh my God, I had no idea what you were saying. It's true love waits and then you sign something saying true love will wait and then you get free fast food. Here's how you Mm -hmm. know the difference between where and how I grew up versus you guys. Because like, I mean... You're you're nine years younger than me, Rin, but Mitch and I are only two years apart, so or th- two and a half. Like, it wasn't a generational thing. Like, I have never heard that phrase. Like, I think I've heard it now that you said it. That was not. I I did not know what you were saying, honestly. I had a ring. It was silver, and it said "True Love Waits" on it. And what that meant was, when I went to church, I promised I wasn't going to have sex till I got married. I signed a commitment card that was oh given to me God. at school. Did they, the FCA. did they like shave your heads prom. and then take your shoes and try to get you to walk in a death chamber? No, no. Just Jesus they didn't want us to have Christ. sex before we were married because that's how you get pregnant and AIDS. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some of the consequences I have so for many, some people. I have so many things. No, I, mean, uh, I do know. I will tell you that uh, here I've noticed. So like none of my friends were married before they were 25. Mm-hmm. Like none of my friends. Here... Everybody gets married at like 19 and 20. Yeah, there's a reason. So they can have sex. And that's like a, that is fast. Like whenever I'm like, you guys are 10 years younger than me and you've been married 10 years longer. How is, I mean, well, I wasn't that old when I got married. Jesus Christ. Flip, what's happening? The flip side of that is the controversy over sex education as well. God, so not only right, do you get can't, your purity lectures and cards and everything at church. You also can't learn about it at all. uh, Christian after school clubs. But then uh, your parents are like, well, I don't want you to learn about sex from them. So here it is from somebody that loves the Lord. And that goes very badly. Well, I don't have a lot of information about that. And we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. But I actually think that was a coordinated effort through the church with public education oh my god this is never no okay so it was not public education in south florida in the 90s sex education in the 90s good for them um was abstinence first a hundred percent it was more abstinence education than it was sex education so i will and it was fear mongering that's nuts um i never i will say that i think i grew up in a in a time with parents and people not my parents but other friends like where they might have been almost too sexual in nature in front of their children. So it's like, I literally grew up in the opposite where I'm pretty sure most of my friends, like we knew when our, their parents were having sex. It so, wasn't like they weren't hiding oh, it, which is no like part bad. of me is like, okay, but it's also like really weird and gross. Like I don't need to be a part yeah. of it. Like we can say like mm-hmm. sex is natural and it's not it nasty where you grow up or when but, nobody likes to see their parents fucking right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I think that's fair. Right. That's exactly. Like they didn't. They've never done that. I a stork delivered me. Okay. Thinking about your parents. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want any parents. I think we just move on from that whole (laughs) segment. Well, (laughs) stop it. That's yeah. No. So as normal, we have gotten way ahead of ourselves. What are we talking about today? We are talking about purity culture. It makes me just want to die. So basically, this was an evangelical movement urging teens to abstain from sex until marriage and it started in the early 90s. Um, Some people even refrained from kissing until marriage. Um, So the True Love Waits campaign began in 93. Wait, can we just rewind? This is what leads to soaking. I can't. (laughs) 
I am like so tickled. I don't know what that is either, and I don't want to know. But he, are you, you know, sure? No, we're gonna. We tell had you this. About we had this whole philosophical debate on heaven and hell earlier, and that's like all. It's all like running through my head <laughs> and like all of this. Okay, so go ahead, Ren. I'm sorry. No, let's let Mitch tell you what soaking is first. So soaking is a. a I feel like a kidding. Primarily even Mormon tradition. Well, that, also, that's already starting off badly. Also, also <laughs> steeped and created out of a purity culture. Steeped, okay. As in tea? Yeah. Oh no, I got know? it. I got the soaking, the and tea, you'll the steeping. You'll understand the steeping oh, here in a minute. A. Um, but essentially, if you say anything about testicles, I'm it's, leaving. It's not. It's okay. not about testicles. Okay. Not the penetration that is sexual in nature. It is the repetition. Yes, the movement. It's the movement. It's a motion so, in the ocean. So a lot of young young Mormons, and I'm not even going to say it's just Mormons. I'd say there's probably other people, but I I think the distinction is the way that Mormons classify. They just put it in there. They put it in there, and then they just lay around, and they let it soak, and they hang around. And sometimes, and this is not a joke, Katrina, I swear to you, this is the best part. I wish I was in a lawyer. They'll have a friend come over. No! What? And jump on the bed. No! While they're no. soaking. No. I'm not kidding. Because they're not making the movements. It's like having no, sex with a corpse. Just, I just, just let that soak in for a second. <laughs> <laughs> My horror and disgust is This is upsetting. Well, listen, all if, you, if either of you guys want to give it a try, I've, I'm really good at jumping. Um, <laughs> I'll be happy. You know what? You know, we thrust just fine in the Vargas I'll, family, and we're fine with thrusting. There is no... And, so uh, if you got time to soak, hey, I got hey, time hey, to hey, do hey, other hey, shit. Hey, like, hey, hey. get the... Why are you shouting? Like, I am so upset by this but whole thing. But you haven't even tried it. I, I don't. <laughs> you could find out that you're really into soaking. I I don't think. I. You might be a super soaker. I am not a super you don't soaker. Even know. I am not a super soaker. We've talked about sex in this uh, on this podcast a lot. Yeah. I am a firm <laughs> believer in a healthy sex life. I think. Like to think I've got one. So what if not. what if it turns out Donnie is really into I'm, soaking? You don't. You know, know what? I'll ask him tonight. Here's what's funny. Heather's boyfriend's like talking about. He's always trying to push the envelope. I'm gonna bring this up to him. <laughs> I cannot wait, James. Prepare yourself, don't sir. Don't knock it until you try it. Yep. Okay. I'm done. That's if what we don't I move on from say. soaking, I'm gonna vomit on. We're this gonna mic. move on. We're gonna move on. Okay. So true love waits. Um, the campaign that Got apparently out. I was influenced by began in '93 under the auspices of the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh, yeah. And there were 2.5 million adherents to Jesus this. Christ. So in 93... No, here's the fun part. As you filled it out. Oh, like yeah. Your name, address, phone number. It was like a missing child card. Like you used to have well, just in like case. It was like if you find me. And then this one well, was no, more like... You didn't hold on to it. You sent it off. Like to like Santa? For like a registration. Oh. Like a registry of uh, Well, that's what purity. we did. We did that. We had our fingerprints taken, all that stuff, and it was sent in. So yeah, if we I mean, should we turn up missing. We too, but like this was like. Like identical like, for your was, uh, your privacy. Got uh, it. It's identical for your virginity. Yeah. <laughs> so like a 90. contest entry form. So. A catalog thing where they're like, ooh, we'll send you a magazine. I'm or 13. Something. Mitch is at the time 11. And then you're in 93, 93. like six. Yeah, I don't think. Maybe like eight. So, yeah. I had sex ed in sixth grade. 
We had yeah, the, they do it in middle school and then again in high school. So I, I was in fifth grade and we did human growth and development is what it was called. And we just learned about how your bodies change. And like, I mean, we learned about like kind of like the, you know, the round, roundabout idea of sex, right? right? It wasn't like, it was appropriate. And we talked about like, you're going to get your period. Boys are going to get erections. Like all of these things. It all was, of these things. Yeah. And it was, we were in fifth grade. Okay. So anyway. So. I'm done. It gets way worse than that, actually. God help me. Um, so this is like rings you wear, pledge cards we talked about. There were also purity balls. What's a purity ball? So this involves girls dressing in white dresses. Oh, a ball. I was thinking balls like testicles. No. Again, I can't get testicles out of my head, clearly. Uh, no, this You're is You're talking a- about we're dancing. Are you talking about daddy-daughter dances, the purity a- balls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah daddy-daughter dances gone Gilead, I heard basically. Purity, purity gone Handmaid's Tale. I literally heard purity balls, and I thought like like Mitch was required to wear some kind of thing no, on his ball sack. Like a chastity belt. Right, but for, exactly. Yeah. They're um, actually on the goop uh, Christmas list this year, purity balls. Interesting. There's $7,000 um, they're they're made of hay. Oh, so um, at these balls, some of them, they would have like a ceremony where they each girl went and pulled a petal off the rose. And then at the end, of course, the rose has no petals on it. And they're like, well, look at this. Nobody wants this after all the petals have been taken off. It's not true. They would also <laughs> have a glass yeah, because of... Because your vagina uh, starts deteriorating every time you have sex. So... <laughs> After five or six times, it's... It's no good. It's filthy. But they can have 35,000 kids out of that hole? Do not Google Blue Waffle. The other one that was gross... Uh, was they would take a glass of water and spit in it and then point out that nobody wanted to drink in it. So apparently, if you've had sex, you are like a glass of water somebody spit in. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? I've been called worse. It was explained (laughs) to me with like a... uh, diagram you know where it's like okay. well this person and this person have sex well, then the next person that has sex oh with this has said had, had sex had with sex both. all of these people and so by the time you've had sex with four people it's very likely you've actually had sex with 17,000 and most of them had AIDS and your mom yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect your mom joke I could right. have they never, never went there they I, never I could have never ever been in one of those rooms yeah I yeah. literally could, I would have been like in prison by now so all of this comes from uh, really quick. I just mm. also wanted to say it wasn't called sex ed. Like you Mars was what, human growth and development. Right. Ours, at least for me, was called purity. It was some no, it was something <laughs> in high school it was called wellness. It right. But like <laughs> in middle school they, they wanted Fuck. to give it some, some She laughed really at my like, face. Um arbitrary name that was just like very innocuous. Like family life curriculum, oh lord, or something. Mercy. I mean, like was that? human growth and development sort of, just not appropriate? No, no, no. But it's it's a lot right. like um, the the Christian based um, Planned Parenthood centers, where it's like they'll call it something completely different than what it is, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, well, that doesn't sound bad. And then you look at what they do, and it's like, oh no, 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 no. So like. Yes, I like, get what no, you're saying. No, this is about family life curriculum and making sure that before you bring life, you have a family. It was a Trojan horse. And then you stay was. barefoot and pregnant. Got it. Okay. So uh, this, um, the inspiration comes from Paul the Apostle's first epistle to the Thessalonians, 
And uh, he said, I am making a commitment to myself, my family, my creator, that I will abstain from sexual activity of any kind before marriage. I will keep my body and my thoughts pure as I trust in God's perfect plan for my life. I would actually, I didn't look into this, but I would love to know the context of that because right. it's probably, it doesn't sound to me like a prescription for what he says everyone should do for all It sounds like a very eternity. personal decision. Yep. Which I'm in cool the context, with. But that's, that's the thing is that, again, things are taken out of context when they fit a certain also, narrative. Also, like, you could be a lot of things and not be, a, like, I don't know, like, yeah, do what's right for you. No one's, well, I mean. And, and I'm not Catholic, but is that where the uh, vow of um, celibacy comes for priests? Oh, probably. I didn't, I don't know. Right. I mean, I mean but like, Paul is this, you know, held up in this yeah, pedestal. Like, mm -hmm. if he wants to make that personal decision, to do this, that's fine. But sure. Again, you're not Paul, bro. I'm definitely not Paul. Um, or what was his name before he was Paul? Starts with a B. Not Paul. Mary. No, Saul. Oh. That doesn't start with a B. Um, so let's talk about... I was we were really confused. <laughs> I was like, A, B, C, D. Mary. Okay. <laughs> so back to school system. So uh, the consequences of absence-only education... Girls that pledged to stay virgins until marriage were more likely to receive a sexual health education that downplayed the effectiveness of birth control and condoms at preventing pregnancies and STIs. Because who needs to know that? Um, they were unprepared for the risks of having sex. And they were less likely to obtain birth control when they did have sex. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because it's a criminal act. Well, uh, are you reading a list or is that just like one of the major problems? Because the other thing about this is if the whole school is doing this, except for the parents that opted out of it, which... I think, which was weird because a lot of the uber religious parents were the ones like, no, I, I'll teach my kids all they need to know about sex, which I don't. And then they don't. Uh, um, and, but like, you've got everybody in there and this is what you're putting into people's heads. And to your point, they're just like, okay. So then when somebody gets pregnant, it ship is them off to another the red, it is the scarlet letter. Right. They are. They are the talk of the school, and like, I mean, it sucks. But like, it wasn't even newsworthy in our school. Like, <laughs> this person didn't listen in class, and they did this, and they're a whore. So let's. We talk do have a big church and state separation, like in, down well, in south, because we have so many. I think so many religions that it's not really nothing's going to ever be. When you say down like, south, you mean like in Miami, further than here, like yes. not the actual south. We um, are barely south. south. Right. Um. It's it's like it, it, you just couldn't do it. You couldn't do something like this because there's so many faiths, even in one community that looks mostly the same. You've got a hundred different faiths right in one room it's just i mean so, and they knew we were not going to listen so let's talk about this isn't necessarily a consequence of abstinence only education but of, of purity culture um what do y'all think i i mean when i say god's loophole the butthole the mouth fellatio the butthole it's the butthole <laughs> so do you remember when i texted you the other day we Go were talking ahead. about this and i said yeah it ended up with a lot of P's and B's instead of P's and V's. Mm. That's what I meant. She thought you were making her a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, like a PBJ. Yum. No, what yeah, the like fuck? there was like a giant 
spike in the number of people having anal sex because good that's better because god doesn't care if you put it there he just doesn't want you to put it in the vagina what's the thought because they, they don't think you have as much fun they just didn't well, you said, well i mean you certainly can't get pregnant that way listen which is true. true you they can't with oral either they didn't teach that so in these classes they didn't teach about sex they taught about reproducing right so it's not that mm. it's not getting pregnant sex bad. it's not sexual health it's not protecting yourself i mean it no i stand by that it's not about protecting yourself or others it's about not getting pregnant and not dying of aids again right well it, also it really, in no it was pleasure portrayed that you will either get somebody pregnant or you will get aids right like there was no and it wasn't like oh chlamydia is we curable it's you will have an STD, and they're all incurable, and it will make you a horrible person. But then, person. once again, you'd think that condoms would be, would be part of that conversation, and they're just—they're not really. I mean, you no, know, you have the classic banana thing. Schools, it would be. We did horrible, get. But it you're was promoting like sex, basically. Abstinence is like con- there are condoms, but you shouldn't even be doing it. But and then it's not even that they're ninety nine point nine percent effective. It's there are condoms, but. This one person, this one time, had this happen, or right. they're not entirely effective. The only true 100% effective way to avoid dying of pregnant AIDS is <laughs> abstinence. But, but like, they don't teach worked. about anal sex or oral sex or any of that. Again, it's all with the understanding that sex is solely meant for to reproduce. It's funny. Douche. We we got we actually got told and if we were going to have oral sex we had to use a condom anyway. That's well, yeah. I like do we remember were, them mentioning dental dams at some point and it was just like well, this is probably too much information but I was not ever taught that and but I will tell you the fear part of what they were doing worked because I perhaps had an interlude with someone and didn't use a condom a a in what you were saying. Um, so uncomfortable. Thanks, purity culture. Um, <laughs> and I was, I was afraid I was going to die. Like, how, you know what I mean? Right. If like, anybody wants to know how traumatized Ren was by family life curriculum, go back and listen to the episode on vaginas. <laughs> or what we call boobs. Yeah, that was a good that one, That was too. a good one. Okay. Also, I will say this, and I hope this I'm doesn't... I'm still upset by God's loophole. Go ahead. I hope this doesn't bother her if she ever hears it. My mom actually convinced me that it was probably a good idea to have sex before marriage. Like, yes, isn't man, you that gotta, terrible? Who doesn't test out a car before they buy it? Listen, I lots of I, girls in your the, the Bible belt stuck with a terrible, well, like fucking missionary, boring ass vanilla lifestyle the rest of your life. But Congratulations. That, that comes from a generation, God, and bless. a culture that still says Just things love like, Suzanne. "Yeah, it was rough, but we made it work." And you're like, right. "But y'all are miserable." Right, because they've been making it work, right. missionary. Right? Did you ever like? But, but I mean, that's it. That's the that's the culture, right? Like, it's right. I you just a, you find somebody you can tolerate, and then you fall in love, and then you get married, you have kids, and the it, but you just make it work. You just I, make it work. It's true. And I, ha- I had a friend who, at like sixty, her husband left her, had and called her and said, "I've been having a thirty-year affair." When this happened, she tells us um, she's only had sex in the last thirty years, maybe ten times, and she'd never opened her eyes once. So this is what happens. So, this, 
But yeah, I mean, it's but it's oh yeah, it, marriage was transactional then. So it sad. was you had to do it because if you didn't, then you're going to be stuck as a single income entity forever. Yeah, and it, it's just anyways. Yep, we moved on from trading goats for women, but go ahead, Bryn. Anyway, I am grateful to my mom for she's fuck. That's amazing. Yes, so yes she's right for, for breaking the purity culture bullshit. On, on that note, she I, didn't tell you to go do it right now at 15 either. No, I mean. Shit. Well, like, and thankfully, my dad was probably more honest with me than my mom wishes he had been. But like, I remember before I was allowed to take the school version, the family life curriculum or whatever, uh, my parents were like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna sign you up for this, but we're gonna have the talk first. Yeah. yeah. And mom was absolutely get not going to have any part well, of no. that whatsoever. So dad's just like. Listen, here's the basics. This is it. Blah, blah, blah. Don't do anything stupid. You know I mean? It was very just like... Yeah. Realistic. Look, look man, I'm going to talk to you like a human being and not like... Some, I'm not going to patronize you or anything like that, which I always appreciated. And then one day as I had gotten older in high school, this was the middle school talk, but uh, we're driving down the road and I'm in high school and he just goes... Son, listen, I just want to bring this up because you're getting older and you're going out on dates and stuff. But one day you're going to meet this girl. You're going to be hanging out. She's going to, you're going to like each other. She's going to touch your little chubby and you're going to come all over your pants. Oh, Jesus. The next time y'all hang out, you're probably going to stick it in. Listen, all I'm telling you, son, just be careful. Wrap it up. And I'm like, okay, Dad, thanks. I, I appreciate you. I, got, I don't have any intention of that. At this point, but or any hopes or prospects, or <laughs> right? But cool. Any chance in hell? But I appreciate the um, transparency and the authentic authenticity of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but again, mom. If mom, she won't listen to it. But if she knew that, like I don't. Know, she'd have been like Wheeler. That's not what you're supposed to tell him. You're supposed to tell him his dick will fall off. I think that's the exact right thing to tell a kid, and I think. <laughs> The f- I think and that his dick's gonna fall off. No, no, no. What's your dad? I oh, think yeah, being yeah. like honest about it is the best thing. And I think that I do think there is a place for sex education in school because I don't think all families are equipped for that conversation. Well, no, I'm not. Like, I mean, I can be like, yeah, this and this, and here's the basics. But like, the actual like science and biology behind it, like, get a little more information out of that, right? Like, I wish that the curriculum that I had was more informative than it was as yeah. far as like sure. the stigma behind like periods and right. uh, bodily fluids That's what ours they was. exist in general yeah. and, and all of the like chemistry things. Like That's so sometimes ours it's going to smell like spring onions. Sometimes <laughs> it's not. You it know, depends like, on what you ate. Yeah. Well, they, so we, ours very much was like <laughs> That does matter. If you okay, well, like if you're no, not I'm not disagreeing it, with you. I just I'm taking it back. Ours, I was taking it back. Ours was a very like body things happen. What's natural is not nasty. Women are going to get their period. Men are going to you know have semen when they don't want to have semen happen. I feel like you're gonna hug a boy and you're gonna feel something and it's okay. Everything's fine. Don't overreact. Was basically like how we were taught. To be honest with you, that's excellent. Well, like it's, it's not like tra- tapping a maple tree, <laughs> Katrina. It's just, 
just started tripping out. I will tell you, it was presented in a really kind Hold of on, funny way. Give like, me the bucket. Like, <laughs> I'm dripping again. They were like, basically, every boy you encounter in middle school <laughs> will have had at least ten boners before first period. You know, like it was really funny. Like it was like, look, well, they were that trying. Age, boners can come out. Of I will nowhere. tell you. So they were so trying. Phantom to, boners. They like were a, trying to make like us feel reason. better about like be prepared and not ridicule like the boys that popped right. a boner and so it was like boys are going to get boners they can't help it right. it doesn't have anything to do with you they Especially could have when like, everybody in a wind school could is have wearing blown. like a wind parachute pants right and, a wind blew and <laughs> yeah. tickled their balls and they got a hard on it, you, right? you don't even need and that so, right, like, you but could that just was be like, sitting there thinking hard not even right and it happened so like that's what we were told like we were just like say like look it happens move on don't look Right. Just give the guy his space. It'll go away. And then you can treat him like a normal person in a few minutes. Right. And so that right. was like our whole. Okay. We're down such a fucking rabbit hole. So, go ahead. So here's the good news about all of this, though, is all these people pushing their beliefs about <laughs> sexual purity on others are totally practicing what they preach. Yep. yep they sure. The most depraved of <laughs> all of them. So, yep. we're going to get into the fall walls, but first I want to say, in May of this year, 2022, the Southern Baptist Convention released a list showing hundreds of pastors and church-affiliated personnel accused of sexual abuse. The list was 205 pages long and was previously secret before it was made public in response to an explosive investigation. 11 were from East Tennessee, and most of them were pastors or youth pastors. Well, yes, of course. the fucking They've got a captive audience there with all the kids they can prey on. No, but then they if they put and it shaming out, they, them about their sexuality, and, and, right? And the and it's very much like the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witnesses, the Mormon Church, um, all of the churches where you say, "Okay, well, appreciate you bringing this to our attention. We'll handle it internally. Right. We will Correct. have a talk with this person." Just we'll take care of it. We'll do an investigation, and, and if enough we'll, information gets out, we'll just put them in another church. We'll just we'll get we'll get them out of this church. For yeah, we'll let them pray on some other and, community. And then it, it, whoever is the victim is like, well, thank you for doing that. They don't know that they just went to another church, right? right? Um, it's yeah, but it is a wow. It, it's, that's how they do business. So let's talk about. The Falwells, because mm. I know Mitchell, you have just watched the documentary. Well, I did, and really quick before we get to that, there was another instance at that Hillsong Church, mm-hmm. um, which I watched that documentary also, where this youthful, charismatic pastor just rampantly preaching purity culture and the love he has with his wife, and you know, just like literally, like when kids and teenagers would come to him for guidance like hey we messed up we did this we um crossed this line or whatever he would like chastise them out of the church you know just like how dare you how dare you do this the whole time he's having multiple affairs with models and other people like paying their bills stalking them when they try to walk away from it, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, it's it's not his fault. And, and this is, like, one of the most famous mega churches 
Oh yeah, in the country, like yeah. this, it's the celebrity mega church where right. uh, Drake and Justin Bieber and probably Chris Pratt uh, yeah. mm-hmm. have all attend and claim membership and stuff like that. But it, it is very hypocritical in that way. But the Falwell situation is that's a whole new level. It is. So it's basically what happened was, you know, we have Jerry Falwell, who was this senior, correct, like the big leader in the Christian movement, and then he was, I believe, he was the founder of the Moral Majority, mm-hmm. and he was one of the first people to gain political power as as a minister and to insert himself as a minister into politics. Yes, as in. I'm endorsing this person and I'm endorsing this person. And it, it was kind of strange how it worked because it was such a small church when Falwell Sr. started and then he just began to get this momentum based on things like purity culture and abortion and things like that uh, to get himself and his family and his specific brand of Christianity mm-hmm. to that powerful level and and he's partially if not a majority of the reason that uh republicans uh are synonymous with christianity right. and anti-abortion anti-choice conservatism okay yeah. so he established liberty university uh which is a christian school and it's a private christian college mm. where they have lots of rules about how boys and girls who attend the school are meant to interact with each other. It, it's not how they're meant to act. It is how they act. And there are fines, like extravagant fines for infractions on this moral code that you as a student are expected to live by. If you um, are caught with alcohol, the first time it's like $50. The third time it's like $3,000. Isn't it also, don't they also have rules about the kinds of movies you're allowed to watch and stuff? Sure. I didn't read the whole thing. It doesn't, but it it goes very specifically into like um, very just basic things. But it's like, no, if you do this, you dress this way or you wear this or you say this or. You certainly don't kiss anybody. You're right. There's no, there's (laughs) no physical contact on campus whatsoever at all. Like between anybody. But, yeah. But what's amazing about that is, so Jerry Falwell passed um, (laughs) leadership of this school onto his son, Jerry Falwell Jr. So while they are very strict in making students adhere to these policies, he, meanwhile, he and his wife are down in Florida paying some guy they met at a pool. It's also worth (laughs) noting. Sorry, I don't mean to jump. No, go ahead. It's all very fresh in my head. Right, right, right. Um. Jerry Falwell Jr., Falwell Sr.'s son, clearly, um, was not, he did not, he was not a preacher. He was not a pastor. He was a businessman, which created a big gap between him and his father, right? Because Falwell Jr. wanted to go to business school and create a business. And so then he just started doing the business stuff for Liberty. And then when his dad died, he became the face would reluctantly like he didn't want right like, that was not his goal he was painted into a corner kind of correct although very first world problems so, <laughs> anyways <laughs> as the story goes 
they're at a resort in Miami, and this pool boy, uh, I say pool boy, but he's like 20, 21 That at is the time. how like everybody refers to him. Sure. Right, right, right. I and think it, he referred it, to himself like, when you as watch pool the documentary, boy, The documentary is mostly from his perspective. Yeah, I was going to say, and, yeah. You know, he's like, no, I mean, I was 20, I was 21, and there's this like super attractive brunette woman just like, hey, like just absolutely relentlessly hitting on me. She's like, hey, let's go up to my room. And on the way up, she goes, listen, here's what you got to know. My husband's up there, but it's okay. He's going to watch. And so he describes this as this man. They talk for a few minutes, and then him and um, Becky Falwell. And he doesn't know who these people are. Right. He's just a young kid, right? Like, Right. Sure, whatever, man. And he's not welcome cleaning the pool because he didn't need money. money. Oh, good grief. Um, <laughs> and so he's the, they're like, the one rule is there's no penetration. We're not going all the way. And he's like, the dude just kind of stood in the corner, and I could tell he had his pants down. He was doing his thing, and, and we're doing our thing. And, you know, a couple weeks later, they call me, and they're like, hey, we're coming back, or we're going to fly you out here. And they become really good friends, right? Right. So, like, this pool boy is now in this the inner lifestyle, circle. Yeah. this inner circle. Like, he's hanging out with the kids, like the, right. fa- the Falwell's kids, and he finds out who they are. And so they're promising him all this business stuff, and we'll help you out with this business. We'll get you your own business. It's cool that you went to school for that, and like we really like you. And she's calling him nightly, like, I'm in love with you, sexting him pictures, and, and like, they'll have, like, conversations on the phone, all three of them. Like, it, which, again, that's fine. Like, if you're into the cuckold lifestyle, like... Yeah, that's your thing. No worries. No worries at all. But, like, this goes on and on and on and on and on, and Falwell's getting more and more powerful, and then he ends up in Trump's uh, sphere of power, and then... couple other scandals start popping up and they squash those and then I'll let you carry on. Well, I mean, it's just I I think Becky Falwell was even, well it's weird to use this word, I don't know, accused of having interludes with guys on campus, like students. Mm -hmm. So it's just this like, you know we at this podcast are like where they're do all what such, you want to do. They're all such hypocrites. That's the thing. They're preaching one thing and acting a totally different it's way. It's disgusting. That's what pisses me off. You're finding people. You can do whatever. Things. Yeah, yes. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't, don't get make me the criminal. And you're doing worse shit than I'm doing. Right. You it's, know, my regular old sex is nothing compared to what you're doing. Meanwhile, the so I do have some actual consequences by of purity culture. So people like this, who the rules don't apply to them. But the rules they lay down for everyone else, here's what happens. Um, there was a book by this woman called Linda K. Klein. It's called Pure Inside the Evangelical Movement That Shamed a Generation of Young Women and How I Broke Free. So she said, we went to war with ourselves, our own bodies, and our own sexual natures, all under the strict commandment of the church. This can lead to erectile dysfunction and something called vaginismus, I think. I don't know how, exactly how it's pronounced, but basically... People are so like drenched in shame that even if they wait till marriage to have sex, once they have sex, there's erectile dysfunction and your vagina, the vaginismus, basically what it is, is your vagina muscles tighten so much that it's 
if you're able to be penetrated, it's extremely painful. Yeah, it's. A ba- I mean, it's like the walls are locked. I mean, it's locked down. Yeah. I mean. So, of course, it also puts this crazy weird emphasis on virginity as if it's the be all and end all of your existence as a woman. they're also the same people who breed, who believe that we're, we're having a population decline. It's just really, <laughs> they really need to pick a lane. I mean, um, it's really weird. Okay. Another, so we talked about like really early marriages because people want to have sex. So they just go ahead and get married mm-hmm. at like 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that that's not something that can work out. It does for some people, but sex is not a reason to get married. Right. right. <laughs> it's not a great start. Nope. Um, also, and this is especially heinous. Um, and I've seen people talk about this, especially on social media. The furthest consequences that women and girls actually come, become responsible for not provoking lust well, of course. in men. Okay, so that's what all of the whole dress code things. Yeah. So I just watched this thing where these kids go into school dressed exactly the same, boy and girl. She had been written up three times before, like, first period, and no one said anything to him all day. Right. And they were wearing the same thing, and that goes back to that. It's our responsibility not to turn you on. Right. But like, the very nature of my body is lust. It makes you lust for me. I'm I'm responsible for your actions and your reaction to what I look like that's you know I mean you've got and it's still happening you've got 14 year old girls being told that just the shape of their body not even their cleavage not even that just the shape of their body is Is provocative to the men in church and they need to control how they're dressing so they're not tempting men to stray they're wrong and back to uh Mr. Falwell and his university there was a lot of issues and situations where women would report things and they themselves would be punished. Right. Not for that, but it would be like, we were drinking and this guy, like he tried to rape me. You shouldn't like, have been drinking. Okay. Drinking? Well, yeah, we're going to go ahead and find you for the drinks. Okay. Wait, um, let me, let me go back real quick. Was, um, so senior starts the church. Junior's the one with the pool boy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, in any kind of, I mean, it's like Junior could have said, I'm not going to do all of this. I'm not right. going to continue to run but it. But like it does seem like legacy. it's kind of like not his idea oh, well, in the first got, place. But then he, he the reaped all the power. benefits. Right. Once he got the taste of power, then he went with it. But, like, I mean, you'll, you'll, I, I encourage you watch the documentary. Like yes, we will. It's a lot more detailed. Um, I did pull up the Liberty Way. Uh, oh, nice. Just, um, this is just the entertainment guidelines and statement on sexuality and relationship. Uh, Liberty University maintains a conservative standard in its approach to the arts and entertainments, media and entertainment that is offensive to Liberty's standards and traditions, i.e. lewd lyrics, anti-Christian message, sexual content, nudity, pornography accepted are not permitted on or off campus. Um... Residential directors and community life associate directors are available to give advice and clarity on areas of confusion. Um, While industry rating systems for games and movies are generally not reliable standards, they can be helpful in identifying content. Movies, games, and other media content rated X and NC-17 and video game content rated A are not permitted. Caution should be used in viewing movie content rated MA 
are PG-13. I was just going to say. I was video game <laughs> content rated M. I was surprised they hadn't put R in there, but I realized they're just going down. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sexual relation. Uh, sexual relations outside of a biblically ordained marriage between a natural born man and a natural born woman, woman are not permissible at Liberty University. While mental thoughts, temptations, and states of mind are not regulated by the Liberty Way, statements and behaviors that are associated with LGBT lifestyle are prohibited. For example, romantic, disp- romantic displays of affection with a member of the same sex, e.g. hand-holding, kissing, dating, etc. It's irrelevant. They're not going to let somebody LGBT in the school anyway. Well, so- you can love each other in your heads. You just can't talk about it, talk about it to anyone else. And- and Look you can't come to our school anyway, so, like, go fuck a duck. Et cetera. <laughs> Et cetera. Like, that's, that's the catch-all for anything that they have a problem with. It also says, and actions confirming denial of biological birth sex, asking to be referred to by pronouns inconsistent with one's birth sex, using restrooms and changing facilities res- reserve, blah, 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 uh... In personal relationships, students are encouraged to know and abide by common sense guidelines to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Impropriety. Cool. Anyways. I mean, I will say, nobody's made to go to school there. It's just the hypocrisy of it all. No, and I mean, it is. And that's, that's, the, that's the whole thing with purity culture is the hypocrisy of, I don't want my daughter to be a part of the things that I am a part of. So I'm going to sure. make her pledge to this, drop her off of the house, and then go nail the hookers. Well, I'll tell you, our friends that... Motel. what The parents that of my friends that we knew got into shit more were the parents who let their kids get in, do less. So it was the like... sheltered kids. And I used to say all the time, the I'm like... The preacher's dad. The what preacher's is daughter. It? The preacher's well, son. Well, I didn't grow up with a single preacher's kid. Um, but I, I said... I would. I was like. I used to tell their parents. Like I was like, "What did you do when you were our age?" You know. And I used to kind of give them like I. I wasn't that dissimilar to how I am now. But it was like if your mom, I'd be like, "Hey, Suzanne. So, uh, why can't Ringo? Like, <laughs> what do you think we're gonna do? What did you do when you were sixteen? You know? Because I was like, my parents didn't just let me run the streets, right? But I was still allowed to go. Like, they weren't overly protective. They were not, like, weird about stuff. They didn't, like, tell... Every time I walked out, they didn't say, don't have sex. I will say, when we went to prom, though, our my best friend's mom was dating the, our school principal. And they were standing there, and we left, and he starts, like, ringing this bell. He was a funny guy. And he's like, and we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, just ringing this virginity bell. <laughs> and we're like, too late, bro. And I, And they both were like... You should have seen their faces were like, you started it. You didn't, you want, you did this. Don't, don't start none, won't be none. Just saying, guys, you know. So it was really funny. And it was a, it was a joke. He, he like, I think he knew. <laughs> but anyway, um, it, it's the hypocrisy, the, all of it is just, just, mm-mm. but it is, it's because it's like they know how depraved they are. They're terrified. Someone will do to their kid what they do. What they did, yeah. Sure. And I mean, this stuff really is, I mean. Or somebody will find out and they'll have to stop doing that stuff to their kid. Oh, that too. I mean, it really is insidious. I feel like in like doing this episode, I 
I didn't realize how like much it was inside me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this is the kind of stuff that I don't want my kid to have to unlearn. Well, like, like there's so just what do we- so much that like as a kid, you're so impressionable and this stuff gets in your brain and it's kind of hard to get it out. You know, it's very hard to get it out as somebody who had to, you know, again, like I wish I had known more things and, um, it, it was, it took a lot of unlearning, which involved a lot of resentment, mm-hmm. a lot of cynicism, a lot of anger, and a lot of confusion as I'm trying to figure my way out. Well, of, I like, think this horrible mind state of like this, this like, oh, it's gross, you know, like. Sure. Yeah. As the person though, it didn't happen to, like, I mean, there's part of me that's like, yeah, like nobody really wants teenagers going out and getting pregnant or getting STIs. I mean, oh yeah, you know well, what I mean. Like but that can be, but they just took it too far. What happened is they went religious and they went too far. Like, but you know, we were taught the same thing, but, but from the, a very different angle. But the actual way to prevent those things is realistic sex education, 100%. not abstinence sex right. education. Right. If you're right. just saying this is sex, you will catch AIDS and die with and a baby in your belly. And it should only be when belly, you're right, married. Then, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to uh, the more you tell somebody not to do something, the more they want to know why, right. and they're going to do it. Yeah. So then you've just got a bunch of kids trying to figure shit out themselves. And they're stupid. Right. Well, we got to find God's loophole and then getting an STD anyway. I will say we did get told a lot. Listen, guys, when we were kids, we just had to be worried about getting pregnant. (laughs) There's other stuff like you need to wrap it up. Like, but it wasn't, it was, we did hear the AIDS thing and we did. I mean, I'm a, I'm a teenager in, you know, the nineties, I become a teenager in the early nineties. That's. I mean, not long after the whole AIDS crisis of the 80s, right? I think it's just less wrapped up in your individual worth as a human being. It was, and it was was just a fact. Look, because yes, when my parents were having sex randomly with people, they didn't have to worry about as many STIs. Like, we didn't know about, they weren't as rampant, there were less people on the earth, like all of those things. And so, like, them telling us, it wasn't like, I'd rather you didn't do certain things. Look, they're my parents. I'm sure they live in the same la-la land. My parents don't have sex. My parents don't think I have sex. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can pretend things. Random. But they never said, don't do They were just like, hey, just just be smart about it, right? Like, you have stuff it's to worry about. It's the way about. to be. Right. Rin and I were taught that if you have sex before you're married, you're a whore. And your yep. dick falls off. And, and your right. dick's going to fall off. And right, and you're, gonna, there's yeah. only, it's and not, you're going to hell. Yeah. Well, the greatest yeah, yeah, gift and that... God hates you. And the greatest gift that you can give someone, it's is not your virginity, not your loyalty, okay, that's not your also, intelligence. That's so gross. No, no, no. It's just your vagina, your unused no, vagina. No, 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 I want to like, die. That's it, so gross. I want to die. That was the catch. Like, just think about it. Like, it'll be the best night of your life on your honeymoon. That's because they all rape children. And, and because you've just, and it's like, no, it's not, not true. And no, it's no, no. not true. And then somebody in art class was like, bro, like, you're going to come so fast. Like and it you, hurts. You're the first time uh, you do this, like your your night is done. Like it's not going to be a and magical. It's not night fun like for us. The first time we have sex, it's not also, fun. Also, the first person I had sex with was much more experienced than I was, and I was very grateful for that. Yeah. Someone needed to know what was happening. No, but the thing <laughs> right. they teach you exactly. Way, but they don't teach you how. Right. Right. So, like again, you're just figuring out what you're doing. 
with this person that you are now committed to for well, life. And, and quite frankly, and you then, guys and, are oh, good. If that person's not a good listener or right. selfish. Well, or no, the thing is, like, what happened with you guys got lucky. I know a lot of people who have problems with sex because their parents did shit like this with them, to them. Of course, yeah. Like, they still are not really. Erectile sec- dysfunction. Well, they, right, they're not like, sexually healthy. Because of this, because, because of this kind of, because shame. the shame. You don't want to talk about it. You're not no, it's the to shame. It. It's gross. No, it's and it's bad. Sex is bad. It is, it's all of these terrible things. And now as adults who should be able to have sex with their partners without any kind of just, no, but can't you, do it. But you don't want to talk to your partner about it. Because right. like, well, I mean, this is, it's just, it shouldn't be, I mean. I don't know why it's not working, you know, but it's like, then there's the embarrassment and again, the shame. And it's like, there, there's not a conversation around it because it's kind of gross. Right. Yeah. Well, you're like, not even supposed to talk about it. How can you talk about it with another person if you're not supposed to talk about it? Right. This is, yeah, no. Okay. Well, I'm, so I'm, ugh. I, I say purity culture bad. Yeah. 100%. Even for those Jonas fellas. <laughs> I do remember that they used to have their mm. what would Jesus bands and whatever. Oh no, they all had purity their rings. Their purity yeah. rings, I remember. They that. were hardcore into the purity culture. Well, I don't know if they were or they were. I mean, I'm sure perhaps to. led to be. Right. I'm sure it started off when they were young and brainwashed. They were kids. Yeah, but then as they got older, it was like yeah, we got to double a down marketing, on this. Well, it was a marketing thing, and then it was. Oh, for sure. And then. They got really famous, and now they're married, and everybody has kids, so it's fine. <laughs> they were able to have sex at a couple of times, at least. It's all fine. I don't know. If Nick Jonas ever wants to leave Priyanka, though, I'm all about it. <laughs> You're into it? For sure. Okay. All right. Well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, so I'm, I am upset. This one is upsetting to me, honestly. We're going to go... Trina, you are perpetually upset. This we're going to go soak in our thoughts. God, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you, fuck off. Like... I hate you for telling me oh, that. Man. I hate that you just said the so good thoughts. Coming up. But. All right. So you can find us Damn it. online at theotherfword.com. You can find us on Instagram at theotherfwordpod. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us. No, that's the last place. Well, you can find us wherever podcasts are. That's for sure. <laughs> and you can subscribe and rate and review. And we'd love it if you did, as long as it's something nice. And uh, send your best soaking story. Go to fuck that yourself other if you send a soaking thing. I swear to God, I will find you. Is that a new curse word? Don't you tell me a soaking thing. <laughs> soak you. <laughs> you can go soak yourself. Oh God, you don't. Actually, if you'd like to soak yourself, go for I mean, it. I don't know how that works. I wonder if I could. You leave a loose grip. One of those. Get a little. One of those a little blow up doll and just I go to sleep God, with it. I, mm, Wear it like a little hat. So just anyway, remember, feminism isn't a bad word, but soaking's bad. (laughs) Soaking's terrible. I don't know. Again, I think y'all are being too harsh. Thank you.